I'm Carol Joy Side, and welcome to the Homeschool Made Simple podcast. You're listening to episode 64. This is a podcast to help you homeschool simply, inexpensively, and enjoyably. Well, today here at Sabbath Rest, I have my friend Becky Blair. She's a new friend, uh, but she's been a consulting family of mine for a while. And she and her husband live in Alabama, and they have two little girls. And uh, Alan is, I like to say, a rocket scientist. He works for NASA. And uh, they're just a great family with a lot of uh, love in their hearts for their children and for the Lord. But they've come through a rather rough patch in their lives. And I know that as a consultant, I'm always learning things from the families I work with. And Becky and Alan have been through a journey that they have gleaned so much knowledge and information about that I felt it was helpful to share with other families. I'm always looking for issues that are roadblocks in children's lives in terms of development and learning. And Becky and Alan came to that roadblock with their children and with Becky as well in terms of her health. And so I asked her to share her story with us. So welcome, Becky. Thank you, Carol. It is a pleasure to be here. Thank you, honey. So Becky is doing a week-long retreat at Sabbath Rest. And um, the Lord is really doing some sweet things she was sharing off air, but we're not going to talk about those today. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk about the story of their family's journey. So why don't you start, Becky, and bring us up to date of what you've been through and what you've learned. Thank you, Carol. Well, first, I like to always start when I talk to people about this subject is to say three things, and I'll start with it and I'll end with it, and that is, is that God is with you. On any journey that you have, God is with you if you know him as your Savior, and if you don't, you can know him. Second is is that this particular road that we're going to talk about has been dark and it has been lonely. Um, Most people don't know about it, and some can find it hard to understand and to believe. Um, But there is hope and there is healing. And in so many times when we go to the doctor, they just tell you, well, I'm sorry, that doesn't work. But in this case, there is hope. And so that's what we're going to share today. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to start off with my health issues and with my girls because so many times um, I think we can identify there first. So I had... Um, Our girls are 8 and 10, and it will be nine years ago in June, we moved into um, a house, and I was very pregnant with the youngest, and um, shortly after I had her, I thought I had a bunch of baby blues, and come to find out it was something more, but I began to have severe chronic fatigue, like I would go to lay down and take a shower and felt like I had ran a marathon, so it it was debilitating. I had a horrible hormone imbalance, foggy brain. Um, I ended up and had Lyme disease and didn't know it. Um, I have adrenal issues, constipation. I have my HPA axis issues, which is your hypothalamus axis. So for those of you doctors out there, you know what that is. I had IBS, anxiety and depression. I had horrible thoughts. I'm super sensitive to chemicals. Um, Currently right now I have food intolerances to crazy things like that are healthy, um, like spinach and lettuce. Um, I had leaky gut, and I had high levels of mono, which is Epstein-Barr virus. Our oldest daughter had horrible hives that were bigger than the size of a plate and had fever on them, and we went to the ER, and they didn't know what to do with her. Uh, She has something called leptin resistance, so she holds on to her fat, so she has a very large belly, and it doesn't matter. Even with eating keto and healthy, um, her body doesn't recognize that and hangs on to it. Um, she She had a lot of static shock with 
all the time. She had excessive thirst and urination, and no, she's not a diabetic. We had our pediatrician test, test her for that. She, too, had constipation. We had taken her to Vanderbilt and to UAB. Um, she, too, had a lot of food um, intolerances. She had vaccination injury, um, had too many antibiotics, because I didn't know better as a, as a young new mommy um, not to give your kid an antibiotic every time they had a runny nose. So don't do that, ladies. <laughs> you probably already know that. And she even had chest pains, and we took her to the ER, and they said she had a horrible cough, because they guess they don't want that on their record. Anyway, our youngest one had horrible eczema, like just a red face all around her mouth and over her arms and just itched and scratched as, a, as an infant. She, too, ended up with food intolerances. She couldn't even eat rice, which is supposedly mm-hmm. one of the most hypoallergenic right. things. Right. But she has fire burning in her skin, like little fire ticks in her skin, and she had a metal taste in her mouth. She, too, had vaccination injury and too many antibiotics. And so you say, gosh, that's a lot. That sounds like a lot of different diseases or whatever. So I knew that I had had Lyme's disease, and I had been treated for it. Um, and my best friend is a pharmacist, and she was attending a functional medicine um, symposium in Nashville. And she listened to a doctor by the name of Dr. Andrew Heyman, and she came back and said, Becky, you've got to listen to him. Hmm. So I didn't know any of the medical language, and I listened. And I thought, oh, I've got what's called a co-infection, because when a tick bites you, it carries typically more than one disease. Hmm. So I knew that I had Lyme, but I was thinking, well, maybe I have Bartonella or Babesia or something else because I didn't treat those. Hmm. And so I looked him up online. He was in Virginia, and I went, oh, my word, I can't afford him. And Jennifer said, no, no, no. Becky, anybody trained by him is going to be excellent. Hmm. So we prayed about it, and we we drove to, I'm in Alabama. We drove all the way to Virginia and met with the doctor. And so I told her my health history. I even took in two notebooks that were three inches thick full of all these medical tests. And she and she says, well, tell me about the, your girls. And I did. And she said, well, I want you to consider mold. And I said, what? She says, no, no, no. It has nothing to do with how clean your house is, but I want you to consider mold. I'm like. Mold, as in M-O-L-D? Yes, as in mold. <clears throat> and so I was like, okay. And I thought, but that's not why I'm here. So I said to her, well, what about these co-infections? Are we going to test for them? And she says, it won't matter if we test and we treat for them. Because if you're living in mold, your gut is so compromised, you will never heal. Oh, my. And so thus began our journey, our mold journey. And it's been two years since this past February. And so we went and got what was called an ERMI test. And by the way, anything that I mention, we'll have links in the show notes, okay? Because these are valuable resources if if. You know, if you choose to look down the road into this. And so we had an ERMI test done. It's a dust test. And it measures um, some of the heavier molds that fall to the, to the ground that an air dust doesn't get. And sure enough, we sent the test results into her. And she says, well, you have mold. And I'm thinking, where? Like, I don't see yeah. anything. I don't smell right. anything in my house. Right. Where? Yeah. And um, she says, well, it's either in your basement, your crawl space, or in your, your air conditioning and heating unit, your HVAC system. And I said, well, we live on a slab. And she says, well, then it's in your HVAC. Okay. Sure enough, we had to hire an environmental biologist to come out. Yeah. He checked it. He looked into the air conditioning unit, and he pulled my husband and I aside and said, come here and look at this. That is a significant amount of mold. Yeah. And one of them, there was multiple molds that were way above the limit, but one of them was 30 times Ugh. the national average. Ugh. 
and it was very, very debilitating. So I'm going to give us, um, if I can, a um, a medical definition of what this disease or this, I'm not going to call it a disease, this illness is. It's called SIRS. How do you spell it? That's um, S-I-R-S. And Dr. Andrew Heyman, which is, I'm at his clinic in Virginia, describes it as chronic inflammatory response syndrome, SIRS, is a progressive multi-system, multi-symptom illness that's characterized by exposure to biotoxins. The ongoing inflammation can affect virtually any organ system of the body and if left untreated becomes debilitating. Patients with SIRS are often misdiagnosed as having depression, anxiety, post-traumatic stress disorder, insomnization, as well as Alzheimer's, Parkinson's, allergies, fibromyalgia, and chronic fatigue syndrome, among others. Treating patients for these seemingly diverse conditions does not improve their symptoms of SIRS, although effective treatments for SIRS exist. SIRS is an activation of the innate immune system, making a proper diagnosis difficult since common parameters of inflammation are generally negative upon laboratory evaluation. There is a genetic component that can be tested. SIRS is a brain on fire. A dominant clinical feature of SIRS is the common cognitive complaints by patients, including memory loss, mood disorders, brain fog, loss of executive function, and fatigue. This is not a surprise considering that this is a key component of the innate immune response. There are multiple markers to measure the innate response and measure the presence of inflammation in the brain. And so this is um, a pretty big deal, isn't it? So you're saying that if someone has a child who's just not able to think, not able to remember this might be what is at work in that child's life. Yes, it's definitely worth looking into. Fascinating. I know the challenge you face with your children and screens. You might find yourself asking, do we need to get rid of the TV? How do we set guidelines and follow them after never having any? What do I do if my children are addicted? I want to help you protect your children and create a safe and nurturing home environment. This topic of screens and technology is near and dear to my heart. So on Saturday, June 5th, I'm teaching a brand new webinar called Taming the Media Lion. This webinar is your opportunity to be equipped in turning the tide for your family's health and spiritual well-being. The replay will be available to participants for two weeks after the live event. I can't wait for you to hear the panel discussion at the end of the webinar that will include seasoned parents and tech experts. Visit my website to register. Early bird pricing ends May 25th. Come be empowered to break the media stronghold over your children's lives and learn how to replace the screen space with green space. We can be assured that God never takes anything from us that he doesn't give us something better. Now back to the show. Yes. So there was a family in Chicago, and um, the father is a, um, I guess you'd call him a disc jockey, um, on Moody Bible Institute radio station, WMBI. And I know that they were in a house. It wasn't in Chicago. I don't know where they live. I think it was in Tennessee. Anyway, and this house 
had mold and it was so severe and their family became so ill that they had to leave every single thing that they owned behind them. It was really, really serious and it's taken years for them to recuperate from it. And that was the first that I've ever heard of this. But then in doing, you know, t taking down information in our consulting appointment, I'm like, wait, I've heard of this before, but I wasn't really knowledgeable. And I'm just wondering, because so many families I work with, their children are struggling. Um, and very often there's several children in a family struggling academically. Mm -hmm. And so it seems to be potentially could this be an environmental link to a learning disability and, and the root of it. And executive function is really key because it, it helps you to know like how to exist, how to survive, how to function on a daily level. Right. And there are children that just are so severely lacking in that. And it's just one rock that I'm not saying every child with these issues has this problem, but it's just fascinating to me to just have one more tool in the tool chest to say, well, maybe we should look into this as a possibility. Right. And here's the interesting thing, Carol. 24% of the population has the genetics for this. Now, the genetics have to be turned on. In my case, it was a Lyme okay. disease. In the girls', it was vaccination and too, injury and too, too many, many anti antibiotics. Too okay, But it could be something as simple as maybe somebody had a surgery or they had pneumonia. And so some people get really confused because they're like, no, wait a minute. Well, my kid was fine, and he's been fine for a couple of years, and now all of a sudden he's really, something's happened. Yes. But he just... You know, it, and so it's hard to make that connection yes. because those genetics have to be turned on like you turn on a stove to cook. Yes. This disease has to be turned on by something that stresses the body. Yes. And so... And we're all surrounded with so many stressors. Yes. But it's the straw that breaks the camel's back. Yes. And some people's immune systems are just naturally really strong and can fend off all the bad guys. But another child or an adult may have a very sensitive or tender immune system that you just add this on top of this on top of this and all of a sudden the whole thing implodes. And in taking histories of families for about 34 years now, very often they'll tell me they know the day that their child's behavior changed. Yes. And they will tell me what has gone on in that situation very often. So I hear this all day long in consulting with families, but this is just one more piece of the puzzle. Yes. Yes, and my doctor even said to me, Becky, it's odd that you know exactly when you got sick. So if you know that, then that is great. significant. Yes, that, that you is can significant. trace things back <clears throat> yes. to that date and what yes. happened or where or what. Yes. Yeah, it's very helpful. So everybody has a toxic bucket that you were, basically is what you were saying. Yes. And with that toxic bucket, with this population of the 24%, when their toxic bucket overflows, mm. you see they don't detox naturally mm -hmm. or very slowly or at all. Mm -hmm. And so that's why sometimes it can be something very, what we would think insignificant, that tips it over mm -hmm. and then it becomes, it becomes a, a key issue. So you're asking, well, how do you know? Yeah. Okay, and so this is great because most of the time when people talk to you, they give you expensive solutions, right? Mm -hmm. So Dr. Heyman says that if you have a list of symptoms, and that list is going to be in this test that I'm going to tell you about, for $15, or if you get a group of them, they work out to only be $10 each. You could have your whole test family tested. Okay. Um, and the link is in the show notes. But you take what's called a VCS test. It's called a visual contrast sensitivity test. Okay. And it measures the inflammation in the optic nerve all the way back to the brain. Mm -hmm. 
And it, what it, you're testing each eye separately is, is the difference in the shades of gray. Mm-hmm. And the worse inflammation that you have, the less you can distinct yes, mm-hmm. between those lines. Okay. And they give you a list of symptoms, and at the end it will say you passed or you failed. And Dr. Heyman says that if you have the list of symptoms and you fail this, it's 98% accurate without having the lab work that does go with it. You, you probably have some kind of biotoxin exposure. Now, this test, let me tell you the, the great thing about this test. It's been around for over 50 years. Mm. It was created by um, the military. The military uses it to check their oh. pilots and others who have been in chemical warfare. Just yes. Yes. check with if they have brain inflammation. That makes perfect sense. And mold is used in chemical warfare. Yes. It is that toxic. Absolutely. I knew that. Yes, mm-hmm. and so it is. It, it it definitely is. It's not your friend. No, it is not. Yeah. It it is. It is not. So. So then, what do you do? <clears throat> so once you have it, um, you know there's there are some treatments um, that you can do. But can I tell you about Allie Marie and how it affected her? Yes, please. Is that okay? Yes. So, so she's how old now? She is ten, mm-hmm. and when we moved into this house, um, eight the and a half. Yes. Or the no. Mold house? The mold house. Okay. Um, she was great at this little memory card game. And okay. she'd beat the socks off of me at like two and three, yeah, right? And I'm yeah. thinking, okay, you know. And she did really well. And so we had followed your advice of, you know, better late than early. Yes. And we had held off teaching her to read. Yes. And then finally it was about, she was nine. And I was like, we've, you know, yeah, we really, we, we need to get busy <laughs> on this. And we would sit down and she would struggle. And she would nod off, and it didn't matter what time of day we did this, mm-hmm. and she'd get aggravated, and she would cry, and her tear, her eyes mm-hmm. would tear up. And so I began looking in the mold group, and somebody had said something about vision therapy, and I'm like, what is that? Well, we consulted with you on October 31st of 2019, and you said to me, Becky, have you ever thought of vision therapy? Mm-hmm. And I went, what? Yes, because she has all the symptoms. Yes, and yeah. I said, I just read about this. Yeah. So long story short, mold causes inflammation in the brain, and it does hinder the learning. And when we got her tested with a developmental ophthalmologist, she, her visual memory was down to 5%, Carol. And her eye tracking was less than 1%. So there is no way this kid could have read. No. Never could have read. No. So you went to the vision therapist and you started working with them. Yes. And, and because happened? of COVID, yeah. it was a little bit slower than we wanted, okay. right? So we're 18 sessions into 56 sessions. Okay. She has done sensory learning. And so she is making progress. I've noticed that she has calmed down some. Yeah. She doesn't get as frustrated. Yes. And or so, or, or as fatigued. Yeah. Um, and But she's not quite ready yet. Okay. And that's okay, the doctor said, yeah. because about month four... Yeah is when, and we're technically at month two, is that we will start to see other changes. Mm -hmm. And so this has been significant because... You know, she was. She's really smart, and she can quote Bible verses like, mm. I, I mean, I, anybody. I mean, she's a phenomenal, yes. and she can but interact her well. Me- learning was impaired, very impaired, mm-hmm. and we use sing, spell, speak, sing, spell, read, and write. Sorry, yes. which and, is an auditory learning process, right? Mm-hmm. And she even had some auditory issues, ah, and I didn't. Yes, because and she couldn't hear the high and the low. Yes. And so even though she passed the, the quote-unquote standard test mm. that her hearing was normal, yeah. which made her very anxious, and she would hear two different words at the same time mm-hmm. instead of, and so that hindered learning too because she would stop me all the time mm-hmm. and ask me questions, Clarify. and I would get frustrated because mm-hmm. I'm like, well, 
come on, just listen to the story and you'll figure it out. <laughs> but <laughs> you she know? couldn't. But she couldn't. Mm-hmm. But she couldn't. So what's happening now? So now we, we did remediate. We, we called in a professional remediator. We sold the house. Um, we did disclose it. We it got a clean report. And so for the average person, this house is a great um, house. Right. But for us, we, we prayed about it. We chose to You're leave because we are. Yes. And we, did, um, we had to get rid of two-thirds of our belongings, yeah. still with the possibility to get rid of what we still own. Mm. There's still that chance. So sad. Yes. And so <clears throat> I do want to talk about something that, that also ties in with learning. Yes. And it's something that is, a, I think, sometimes an, a topic that we're afraid to touch, particularly as Christians, and that is depression. Mm. And I believe that there's three types of depression. I, we, in the Gospels, it talks about Jesus would cast out demons, so we know we have an enemy. Mm. We know that there's situational depression, right? Yeah. Where something's gone wrong. Something, in your life. yeah. You you've had, had a, a spouse die, or yes, yes, yes right. something has happened. And then there's that third one, mm-hmm. and that everything's great, and you're still depressed. And that is because of your gut. Your mm-hmm. gut has more neurotransmitters than your brain, and it takes nutrients up to your brain, mm-hmm. and then your brain starts sending these signals of hey, something's wrong. Now, when you stub your toe, you know it hurts, mm-hmm. right? But we often try to spiritualize depression. And if you know it's not one of those first two, it's a leaky gut. Mm -hmm. Now, for those of you who out there who are crunchy, um, you know that leaky gut is a good deal. Um, And you say, but Becky, you know, what about the, uh, you know, just heal your gut and you're good. Well, when you have leaky, when you're in mold, you have a hormone called MSH. And it loosens up the gut, the junctions in your gut. And so it greatly affects your gut. And so you have that. And you also have a lower immune system because of it. Mm-hmm. So you've, you've got to get out of the mold. So let's talk about what we can do that are inexpensive and free. And we'll, be, we'll wrap it up. Good. So, all right. So what you want to do is you want to have, Dr. Jill um, says you want to have clean water, clean air, and clean food. So you want to get outside as much as you can for as long as you can Woo-hoo! and breathe fresh Yay. air, Yay. right? Love it. Yes. You want to take Epsom salt baths two to three times a week. Yes. It helps you to naturally detox. Or every day. Yes. <laughs> yes. You can. You need to sweat, so exercise. Mm. And if you can't sweat, this is interesting, eat hot salsa or Tabasco <laughs> sauce. Bring right? it on. You want to drink clean water. And so you don't want to use plastic water bottles. Mm -hmm. You don't want to use water out of the tap. You can get, and in the show notes it is, but there is a water purifier that our naturopathic doctor recommended. It's $195. And it fits very easily into your sink. Great. And so clean water. You want to eat clean and organic when possible. And if you can't, because I know that's expensive sometimes, use a veggie wash. And we're getting at the time of the year where you can plant a garden, right? Yes. yes. And so go paleo if you can, which is grain-free. And yes. here's why. Dr. Jill Carnahan says that it's because of the mycotoxins on the grains. And the mycotoxins are smaller than DNA. And so you want... And so those stay on the grains when they're in the silos. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a form of mold. It's a fragment of mold that yes. you don't see. Yes. And so if you go grain-free, that helps greatly. Mm-hmm. So open up your airs and get fresh air when you can. Mm-hmm. Um, thieves um, mm-hmm. from Young Living, and I'm not pushing Young Living, but I know there's a study on, on thieves that talks about how it breaks the bond mm-hmm. of, that, of the mycotoxins. Yes. And so diffuse thieves. Um, get a family member to pray with you and to help you out because you really do need help or your child needs help so you can focus on them. And get an ERMI test, a dust test, and spring clean your house well. But if you are the sick one, do not let the sick person clean. And if you can, 
be a minimalist because the more stuff you have, the more dust you have and the sicker that it can make you. And I know that sounds horrible, Um, but get an air purifier. You want a HEPA one. So, um, and that's in the show notes too, but don't clean the mold yourself because you can make it worse. It'd be kind of like taking a big glass ball full of glitter Mm. and breaking it and it goes everywhere and you're going to clean it up for years, right? Mm. That's what those mycotoxins are going to do. And so you got to be careful because some people have actually died from cleaning up black mold. I have a doctor's friend um, that, that that happened to. So don't do that. See a functional medicine doctor or a sh- what they call a shoemaker certified doctor. And that's all in the notes. And those are people who are trained in this protocol that can treat you. And then if you're like, Becky, I, I, like, I don't want to spend the money for all the tests. What can I do? The most extreme, but in my research probably the most effective, um, is what they call extreme mold avoiders with Eric Johnson, where they literally leave everything and move out. And move and out. with the family in Chicago. Do. And they live in a tent in a clean area, and sometimes they have to move around. And so Dr. Neil Nathan says that it takes six months to five years to heal. There's a great movie called Moldy that I recommend people start with. It's free mm-hmm. on either Netflix or on um, YouTube, and it talks not about – it talks about the symptoms of it. It's mm-hmm. a great way to explain. There's a book um, – by called toxic by dr neil nathan um dr Heyman has a four-hour video course on his website that's free it's two doctors but i encourage people listen to it even if you don't understand it because eventually he'll start saying symptoms and it will click mm. and so um there is hope yeah. and so um just remember that god is with you sometimes it's hard but there is hope and healing and in this particular um illness if one thing doesn't work, there's two or three down the road mm-hmm. that can work to get you there. Yes. And so there is hope. And, and you are seeing results yes. in your own lives. Yes. What's changed since yes. the protocols well, have begun? I don't have to take a nap every day. And wow. that was huge. Wow. Because I was taking a nap every day. Yeah. yeah. And the girls, um, they even, Allie Marie even took a nap until she was seven and a half years old. Yes. And so she's not, they have more energy. Yeah. Um their guts have cleaned up. She doesn't hardly have hives. Ada Mae doesn't have eczema. Mm-hmm. Um, they look more like normal kids and act like normal mm-hmm. kids. Um, and they have a lot of energy. And so we are super, super thankful for that. Yes. We have a ways to go, but but we have made big improvements. Huge. And we are so very, very thankful. And I will say this is a disease that for some people... They look okay on the outside, but they feel horrible. Yeah. So some people yes. think, oh, my word, she's just crazy or mm-hmm. she's a hypochondriac, hypochondriac. Mm-hmm. or your kid's a hypochondriac. Right. But they're really not. They're trying to tell you they don't feel well right. and there's something wrong. And there's a lot of things wrong. Right, a lot wrong. Yeah. <laughs> but that there is, that there really there is. is hope. That's so great. Well, let's pray for our listeners because they're all going, oh, no. I mean, this just makes me want to go lay down and take a nap. It sounds so overwhelming on one level. <laughs> but on the other level, um, starting with the simplest things first. Yes. You know, as they say, do no harm. First, do no right. harm. And so, you know, eating well, drinking clean water, keeping your house clean. Like, these are things anybody can do. Yes. And it's all free. Right, and it helps to reduce the toxic bucket, which is what you want to do. That's it. Remove all the other toxins because that's the thing. That's why so often in my nutrition seminar I talk about how dairy and gluten, um, um, I can't think of it, milk protein. um, Casein. Thank you. Casein and, and gluten, how they overload our immune system because they become very 
very hard to fend off in terms of if you're if you're consuming a lot of those things it wears your immune system down mm-hmm. so then now flowers and cat fur and this then yes. that and the other it's like it opens the doors because you're exhausted and you can't fight the battle right and then these other things come in and they just walk right in because there's no line of defense so removing the obvious things that are toxic and um, creating stress on mm-hmm. your immune system mm-hmm. and not making this so complicated and seeing if you can just rebuild your immune system naturally yes. staying away from sugar of course yes duh and you know different things like that and so it, once we build our immune system then if it still is obviously still a problem then go for the bigger guns. But let's start with the more obvious right. simple things. And for some people, it really is, Carol, as simple as either getting out of the mold or cleaning the mold up. I've, I've heard of people who have simply moved yes. and they got better. Like yes, they weren't me. I'm, right. I'm in the 1% of the worst of the worst genetics, mm. okay? So I hope nobody's out there like me. Right. So, but you, it's some people, it really is that simple of yeah. cleaning out their system. Yes and detoxing and living in a clean environment and drinking and eating clean water and food it makes a difference it does it does well this has been great becky and i'm really appreciative because i just keep learning things from the families i work with and this is another case of that so thank you for being with us i really appreciate it thank you carol thank you for joining me this week listeners on the homeschool made simple podcast If you liked what you heard in this episode, I'd appreciate a rating and a review on iTunes. Or if you'd simply tell a friend about the show, that would help too. Visit my website, caroljoyside.com, to subscribe to our weekly email and receive exclusive discounts in my online store where seminars and interviews are available. Be sure to tune in next week for my next episode where I help you homeschool simply, inexpensively, and enjoyably. Blessings!